Hi, and welcome back to The Playful Life. I'm your host, Crystal. Thanks so much for joining me here today. I was inspired to do an episode about people-pleasing. And I've seen this very often with the clients that I coach in health and wellness, that there's a lot of patterns and behaviors that are underlying and a lot of them were learned in childhood or in school or at work that they tend to develop these other issues around their own health and wellness, you know, their physical health, mental and emotional health, um, all combined, uh, you know, due to these patterns and behaviors. And that was the case for me. I am a recovering disordered eater. I also am in a 12-step fellowship for codependency, and I like to call it a perfectionism and people-pleasing, kind of the, the triad there, that um, that's my addiction. And so I really have, uh, I guess, like a, a special place in my heart for people who share that over-people-pleasing attribute. And I found some really great reflections in some of my daily readers, and I thought it might be a cool idea to kind of read these. They, they're, they're readings that I go to for help and support. Um, you know, one of the great things about being in a recovery program for me is that it allows me to not feel so alone. Uh, before I had gone and opened up to the possibility of getting help for those things. I did. I felt so isolated and alone in what I was going through and how I felt. And when I go to a meeting or read something in a book, it really just helps me realize that I'm not alone, that there are a lot of other people who experience the same things I do and uh, that there is hope, you know, that people have made it out the other side of a lot of the things that I went through and that I'm going through uh, and that I will, you know, continue to go through and continue to heal from. Uh, so this one, um, I'll just read what it says. And a lot of these uh, daily reflections are written in the first person by an anonymous author that just submits them. So here we go. How often I look outside myself for approval. The project at work is successful, but my good feelings depend on having that success acknowledged. The meal I fix at home is not as tasty when no one compliments the cook. I resent the favors I do for my children when they neglect to thank me. We all need an occasional pat on the back, but when the applause of others becomes the reason for my behavior and necessary for me to feel satisfied, then I have given them power over me. People may forget to notice the terrific things that I've done, or they may not be comfortable praising me. I don't have to take it personally. Self-pity and resentment are not my only options. And if I can learn to evaluate my own actions and behavior and to value my own judgment, then the approval of others will be enjoyable, but no longer essential to my serenity. So when I read this, as I was thinking about people-pleasing, um, Gosh, this is definitely me. Uh, I've gotten better, but I, I realized that, um, you know, acknowledgement, I guess, is something that I've always sought, 
throughout my life. And I think that that leads into a lot of the perfectionism that I've strived for. And I'll do another episode on perfectionism too. That's, that's the next part of this episode. Um, but yeah, for me, you know, it was really about analyzing my intentions and I have to be mindful of that, especially now as a new mom and as a wife and, you know, someone who leads a team at work that I have to analyze my intentions. Am I doing something out of, you know, kindness that I want to help people, that I want to do good things, that I want to do good things for my family um, because it's a good thing that I enjoy doing it or am I doing it simply to get praise or kind of get an ego boost? And that was something that I had to come to grips with that, yeah, there were certain things that I did or patterns of behavior that I had with my family or my friends or my careers, my workplaces, because I was seeking that acknowledgement. But not only that, I think there's a, a second part to this. And that is sort of the losing of myself in the desire to please others. So um, I may find an, another reflection here that, that kind of suits that a little bit better. Um, but, but what I mean is I was so focused on making others happy, not only to get their acknowledgement, but just thinking that I was responsible for other people's happiness. And that is just such a backwards way of thinking that that's what we call stinking thinking in uh, recovery that, you know, that was really what got me into trouble was my ego thought that I alone was able to make or break someone's happiness. And oh my God, the pressure that that creates for someone um, that that created for me in many situations, thinking that a decision that I was going to make was either going to you know, make or break someone's happiness. Um, and you know, <laughs> it's taken me a long time and, and I, I haven't fully understood this maybe in my life or applied it so much, but, you know, to, to think that I have more power than, you know, God or a higher power of any sort, um, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I am not responsible for other people's happiness. And I think, the key there also is that they are not responsible for my happiness either. So going back to the whole acknowledgement part of it, that I can choose to be happy just knowing that I did something good and I don't have to get that acknowledgement, you know, from someone else that, that their actions, their reactions, their judgments, their opinions don't just like justify how I feel or, you know, my, my happiness doesn't hinge on how they react to what I'm doing. And that was a really big lesson for me to learn and one that I continue to learn every single day. <laughs> um, so let me read one other one here. And, and this one, um, I think talks a little bit differently about this, maybe from a different perspective of the people pleasing. So uh, here we go. The author says, 
Self-esteem grows when I love and accept myself as I am. I block my own well-being each time I base my self-worth on what I do for others and what they think of me. If I could please all the people on earth, (laughs) if I could straighten everyone out and remedy all the difficulties they face, if I could make the world a perfect place, even then, I probably still would not feel good about myself. Indeed, I would have to give up all of the self to accomplish this impossible task. I cannot be perfect, and I cannot make others perfect. Yet, I am worthy of love, respect, and joy. Let me remind myself each day that I am a child of a perfect higher power. So just touching on that again, that um, trying to fix, manage, and control others, or even just the situation so that I could possibly have any effect on someone else's happiness. And that is what I got addicted to essentially was, was both the acknowledgement of doing good things, but also that ego hit that I got when I saw others happy that, oh, wow. Okay. Like they're really happy with me. And, and that's really like a a great thing, you know, and, and trying to perpetually continue that in all of my relationships was honestly (laughs) exhausting. And how I see this connecting to like health and and wellness is that I think it, it turns into neglect. And for me, it, it also showed up as disordered eating. So when I was young and I started to focus more on my health and just cleaned up what I was eating and started exercising and I started to lose weight, I saw that I was finally getting acknowledged by others, that people were giving me compliments, that it made others happy that I was seemingly healthier on the outside, you know, that I was losing weight and just seemed like it was a positive thing, right? So so it seemed to make people happy in that moment, thinking that I was doing something good for myself. And I got, once again, addicted to that that ego boost of, oh, wow, you know, they, they're really acknowledging me and they, they must like me so much more. And wow, look how happy everyone is that I'm losing all this weight and, you know, doing, doing this thing. And, um, you know, that, that is where it kind of perpetuated for me. And I see this in my clients sometimes manifest in neglect for their health and wellness, that they are so focused on, pleasing others, on serving their families, on, you know, getting everything done at work, on trying to please their boss, their coworkers, people in the community, whoever it is that continuous wanting to please people and make them happy around them. And it's sort of like, well, if I could just make everyone happy, I'll be happy. I think is the, the core belief there that, um, that gets perpetuated and repeated and so ingrained in our minds that, you know, we just lose sight of our own health and wellness. And I think it becomes scary to look inward and to admit what we really want and what we really need essentially. So if you are listening to this and you feel that, maybe this is you, maybe you have some patterns of people pleasing. 
I think everyone does at some point, you know, I think, especially if we have families and friends that, yeah, there is this part of us that we want to do good. We want to, you know, lend to someone else's happiness. But I, I think the rub lies in the belief that we actually have control over another person's happiness. That is the the difference um, I see for me, that if I can let go of the expectation and be honest with myself and tell me, tell myself, Hey, like, it's really not in my control, whether this person turns out happy or not in the end. Um, you know, all I can control is my own actions and my intentions. And, um, that has really helped me to understand what I need to do, how I need to focus on my own happiness and well-being. And, a lot of that starts with health for me. A lot of that starts with getting enough rest, getting the proper nutrition, fueling my body, moving my body, drinking enough water, um, meditating, gratitude journaling, you know, all those things that I do for my own health and wellness. And, and when I talk about health, I, I do mean the, the, the triple, you know, health of physical, mental, and emotional. So um, all of those things are important. And I think if any of those areas end up neglected, it influences the other ones, um, in a, in a really big way. So I encourage you to maybe just examine your intentions and examine your beliefs a little bit. Do you interact with others in a way that you believe you have any control over their happiness the outcome of the situation, um, and are you a people pleaser? Because if you are, there is hope, and uh, the good news is you're not alone. There are a lot, a lot of us out there, <laughs> including me, and uh, it's something I work on every day, one day at a time. But I know that if you focus on those things and just try little by little to make those subtle changes in your life. You will become more playful, healthier, and a happier person all around. I hope you found this helpful today. I'm so glad you came to join me here on The Playful Life. And until next time, stay playful.